0: Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back to the Core Nourishment Podcast. This is Annie Wagoner, your host. And thank you so much for being here, for tuning in, subscribing, listening. If you haven't already done so, if you wouldn't mind heading on over to Apple Podcasts and offering a rating and a review, I would so greatly appreciate it. And if you're interested in being a guest, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. You can find me at AnnieWagoner.com. And on Instagram and Facebook at Core Nourishment. So for episode 44, I was laughing, crying, and just in so much awe of my guests. Megan Gallagher, also known to many as MB, is a licensed massage therapist as well as a functional range conditioning mobility specialist who is deeply passionate about empowering others to connect to their bodies and to lean into the wisdom, messages, strength, and healing within. She specializes in helping her clients to move better and without pain. In this episode, Embi talks all about her leap from a career in radio to becoming a massage therapist and launching her own business. She opens up about the dance between fear and courage, gratitude, meeting others exactly where they're at, cultivating safety and trust, and guiding people to understand why their bodies move the way they do. Emby also shares about suddenly losing her husband only a few months after starting her business a little over a year ago, and the devastating pain, and grief, intense roller coaster she continues to ride and alongside her two children. She is eager to start a podcast about grief to break through universal avoidance and help facilitate real talk about this kind of anguish. This incredible woman's vulnerability, her boldness, her wildly beautiful heart, a sense of humor, rawness, and knowledge are such powerful gifts in our community and beyond. You do not want to miss this episode. Perhaps grab a tissue, get ready to laugh, maybe cry a little like I did, and learn a whole hell of a lot through her brilliant story and expertise. Enjoy.
1: Happening. I know i
0: know oh so good and again i um I said this when I interviewed my last guest MB but I'm just so grateful to be able to do this in person right I am such an in-person person and um, just feeling your energy and really seeing your facial expressions like yes I can see it through zoom but it just feels so enlivening so thank you so much for coming here we get to sip tea and chat and-
1: yeah yeah I feel like this is like a two year long you know, wait to I actually know. be able to do this I together. I know. I know.
0: I agree. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And um just so thankful we made it happen. Yeah, so. for sure. And you know what else is cool in this moment? I'm like, it's the summer solstice. I know this won't air, you know, like today, right. but that feels for me. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. Like yeah. talk about igniting our light and right fire and passion so, yeah yeah so
1: we're going to record till like nine o'clock tonight yeah it exactly gets dark yeah I know, I
0: know right <laughs> let's just keep chatting about yeah. <laughs> we're kidding we're kidding okay. <laughs> yes this is going to be so much fun and yeah. uh yeah we have till nine right okay. yeah <laughs> um so yeah tell me I would love to know like right now today like what is lighting you up what's nourishing your soul
1: oh gosh I feel like so many things but honestly like I've just been filled with so much gratitude lately for uh the community that I get to participate in you know you included um and the ability to just be able to move and keep Mm. moving like that's So profound on so many levels for me, but truly what is nourishing me and just, you know, keeps you going one step
0: in front of the other, you know. What are your favorite ways to move?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I'd have to say yoga is probably one of my all-time favorites, Um, but also you know, I enjoy, um, you know, I like to go to the gym and work out and be surprised by whatever is going to get thrown at me. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is kind of the fun and scary part altogether. <laughs> like, what is that contraption? And what are we going to do with that today? Um, but yeah, just in general, being able to move, even being able to go for a walk is huge, mm. you know? Yeah. Just get outside, be in nature, you know? Yeah. So.
0: And I love that you're speaking to movement already because it clearly is like just such a big part of who you are inside and out. Yeah. So um, I love that your tagline for your business. So, listeners out there, MB is a licensed massage therapist. You are like a mobility specialist, Thai massage. Um, you've developed this incredible uh, modality around kin stretch, which I can't wait to have you define and talk about. Um, yeah. But your tagline, or your, or what you like to speak to, is like really wanting to help people move their bodies um, and just feel like the best in their bodies for life to thrive. Really, yeah. Um, so will you expand on on that? Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. So for me, you know, getting into massage and massage is this like wonderful world of so many things You know, in different approaches and different modalities that live underneath that umbrella. And for me, I really gravitated towards uh, the movement aspect and stretch and the importance of um, incorporating all of that into your everyday, really. Um, You know, I'm that therapist that's like stretching on the table between clients (laughs) and all that, you know, trade secret. But yeah, so movement for me, I think stems from, you know, in my previous career and all that I was, you know, sure I would move, but I was pretty stagnant about what I did. And so as I got into massage and actually like in school, you know, within the first, I would say six weeks of school, like I suddenly discovered I had an inability to sit still. Like mm. I would be sitting at work, you know, and then I'd have <laughs> to like get up and move around and stand up and then I'd sit back down and then I'd have to get up. And like, it was this constant, like, and it created this thing for me where I kind of always have to be moving a little bit. Like I don't even sit in chairs the way you're supposed to. Like, I like I'm I just so to this.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, right? It's like this, yeah. you get that. I don't even, I don't even know what it is. It's probably a, an amalgamation of a ton of things that are going on in your body at any given time. Uh, And so I started to gravitate towards that kind of work and accessing that. And through my own uh, journey of healing my own pain, you know, I had low back issues in my twenties and I mean, who that's, I'm like, no, this isn't right. You know what (laughs) I mean? It was like, I thought this was later in life, you know? Wait, what's going on? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just sort of being aware enough To want to address those things and resolve them sort of gave me the drive to, well, if I can find these avenues for myself, you know, how can I help other people access those same things? You know, because I feel like so often and I see it in my office all the time, people come in and they're like they have accepted that they're going to have this pain forever and I'm not saying that some pain isn't going to always be there, but a lot of it is uh, learning to be able to reconnect and understand why our bodies move the way they do, the habits we create, all of those things. And connecting with these you know, habits that re- we create so that we can then maybe shift them, change them, understand them better, and or heal them so that we can then move better and feel better. Because what a difference it makes when, you know, you leave a massage and you're like, the shoulder pain you had is now at least down to a two, you know, yeah. if not gone. I mean, we all hope for gone, but, um, you know, that's not always the case. A lot of times what's going on in our bodies didn't get there overnight. Right. You know, I say that a lot. Yes. Life. This didn't happen overnight, so we can't fix it in you one, can't you can't fix know. me right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it really, you know, in, in all reality can I fix the things? No, but I can help facilitate, you know, a a dialogue and, you know, a practice that will help you be able to fix it for yourself. And that's always my goal with my clients is, I mean, again, I'd love to see everybody forever. That would be amazing because, you know, uh, I've met so many wonderful people over the years, but ultimately I want people to be able to connect with their bodies and understand that pain, and lean into it, as I often say. It's like, let's let's actually like, you know, of course, when we, we're in pain, we just want to run from it, yeah. right? And our bodies want to run from it. They're fighting it. Our brains are fighting it. But if you can lean into it a little bit and start to unravel it and unwind it, um, it changes your mindset in a way mm. to be able to gravitate out of it, you know,
0: and that's always the hope. Mm, beautiful. I, a, f- a few things I picked up on that I just so appreciate or just... You're wording around like creating, helping to empower, first of all, empowerment, empower Mm -hmm. your clients to, to connect with a new dialogue. Cause I feel like that's so much of, you know, the gosh, like what's going on in the inner body is like this, this fighting and resistance and, um, and kind of feeling like victim to the pain. So the fact that you're really helping to gift yourself and your clients, I mean, your tools to, to move through it versus uh, feel victim to it is incredible. And then. And then, yeah, just that that empowerment to walk away and not have to like continue to avoid that you're really inviting them to lean into the pain, and also not just physically. That's the other thing I loved about your messaging is like it says also you want to help everyone feel stronger and fitter mentally as well and emotionally. So um, that was the other thing I was thinking about for you, MB, is like what else are you observing with some of your clients around? when they're on your table or you're working with them, um, like with what comes up for them emotionally? Um, it's, uh,
1: it's always so fascinating to me. I'm just, you know, I say it all the time. Like the, the day that I'm not fascinated by this anymore, it's time to retire. You know what <laughs> I mean? yeah. like, um, but so often, you know, clients will come and like massage can be, Uh, Any number of things, I think, you know, it can be a quiet time for people where they just get to zone out and, you know, enjoy the therapeutic approach and all that sort of stuff like that. Or it can be a whole conversation. And oftentimes I think that that's totally um, wrapped around what's going on with them uh, more than anything else. So oftentimes what I'll see is like, I can have clients who are Totally like, oh, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm just going to lay down on the table and like, I'm gone, you know, and then I'll get to a certain part of their body and suddenly they're telling me a story Mm. or suddenly they remember something or, and, you know, it's fascinating to me where that connects, right? So, you know, I could be working on a leg and suddenly they're telling me about when they broke it when they were six or, um you know it could be any number of things or like you know i get to their shoulders and it's you know they're tell- they start unwinding about their stressful day or uh, that kind of thing so it really is um, interesting to observe what our bodies hold on to because they really are of they're they're like a time machine or a vault of all the things that have happened to us whether our brains remember them or not whether we consciously mm. are aware of them um, they're in there. your body's gonna remember, you know yeah. like you if you have an injury, oftentimes you're guarding that without you even realizing it, you know because yeah. your body's going, no, 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 we don't do we don't do that because I did that and mm. it was not good yeah you know yeah, so that's what I like to try and connect with and sort of uh, observe and make clients aware of, you know, um, <laughs> one of my favorites is, uh, I have certain clients who, if I hold their arms in a certain position, they muscle memory just takes over and they take control of yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. So they're otherwise like <laughs> totally relaxed and like lifeless on the table. And then if I move it just enough. Yeah they just totally take right over because it's what their arms do every day. So it's, it just immediately, they're not even aware of it. Right. right. You know, so I have to to like shake it it a little bit and be like, hi,
0: can I have it back please? That'd be
1: great. Um, It is
0: so true. I'm thinking about experiences I've had, you know, as as a getting a massage and how much I'm like, oh, right. Okay. I've got to relax this. Like it is hard. Yeah. Wow. it's amazing. But it's
1: also, it takes, you know, you have, people have to be comfortable and they have to feel safe in that space to be able to let go. And that's, that's an important part of my approach. And my practice is meeting people exactly where they're at. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it's a bad day or it's pain or it's, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's just sort of being like, okay, this is where we are like right now, you know, maybe it's less progress than they were hoping for from the last visit or, or those kinds of things. But you know, to me, it's like, this is where we're at right now. We're just going to keep, you know, keep moving. My goal is to always move forward or at least get them back to where we were to keep going, you know?
0: Yeah. And I, and to me, I'm like, even if they're showing up and feeling like they're having a bad day, and even if it's around this specific, you know, this shoulder or this hip or whatever they came to you originally for, I feel like even if you're just meeting them right there, you're helping them to realize that that's progress forward. If the fact that they still showed up in that space versus, all right, this isn't working. I'm just going to not do this anymore. Or um, your allowance and your ability to, to help them feel safe in that. Well, I imagine just helps their body Mm -hmm. truly drop a little bit out of that fight or flight mode and to receive your therapeutic massage. Right. Yeah. Even more. So yeah, that's, that's super powerful. That's amazing. Yeah. And
1: I mean, and even if it's not, you know, if, if, if it requires more than I have tools for, you know, cause I've sort of specified in a specific set of tools, right. Like I've worked uh, and I continue to work, you know, to have a community of people where I can say, well, maybe, you know, have, have you thought about this? Like, you know, try this. And yeah. just that's why I'm so grateful for the community that I've come to know and all the people I've come to me because there's just so many beautiful things out there and so many wonderful resources for people to, uh access alternative healing methods you know to help them better understand what's going on you know and everybody brings something amazing to the table and i love that yes
0: the more the merrier like let me know how it
1: goes because i'm going next you know yes totally i know we were
0: literally just chatting about that before we hit record right yeah i agree a hundred percent and i love that and i also feel like it's so powerful to be able to, you know, educate the people who come to see us about these other amazing, you know, uh, wellness professionals to, to help really bolster up their, yeah, their health mm-hmm. and that's healthcare, you know, in my mind. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I agree for sure. I love it. Yep. So MB, you talked about, you know, like, okay, when you were in your twenties, you had your back pain and you're, you've, you've just like beat, then unraveling and getting more and more interested in this kind of work. When did you have that kind of aha moment? Like, okay, I want to become a licensed massage therapist and make this change.
1: Oh gosh. Um, yeah, I was kind of at, I was 35 or almost 35, I should say. And I was at that point where I'm like, I'm feeling like there's a transition on the horizon. And so I was exploring all the different avenues. Um, I think you can ask just about anybody in my life. I'm always like two steps away from signing up for some schooling of some kind. Like, <laughs> so like oh, maybe I can learn this or mm-hmm. maybe I can learn this. So always uh, definitely a lifelong learner. lifelong learner. I was yep. about to <laughs> say. That, <yeah. laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, school of life. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So I, at that point in time was like, okay, like, and massage, you know, school was going to be starting up that following January. And I, w- I just was like, okay, this is, this is the opportunity. Like if I'm going to make a transition and it was definitely, I mean, I was working in radio before, so I can't think of anything that's 180 degrees more <laughs> in the yeah. other direction than, you know, the, the quiet and calm that comes with massage. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> Yeah. It just was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, this is, I've always had an interest in it. Um, in fact, it was my self-care when I was working in radio was to get regular massages just to be able to decompress. And, you know, it was, it was a fun job, but it was, it was definitely intense. Yeah. A lot um, of energy. Yeah. In a <laughs> a <way>. lot <laughs> of energy output. Yeah. Yes. And not a lot of sleep. Mm. Um, so so, yeah, I kind of just was like, okay, this is it. Like, I either do this now or I probably won't. Um, and, yeah, it was a great decision, you know. Um, def- it put me on track to jumping into running my own business and, you know, all of those things, which I I don't know that I would have done otherwise. I think everybody else saw that track for me, mm. um, but it took me getting into it to step into those shoes and and make those moves and make it happen so
0: yeah what was the scariest part for you
1: uh in terms of starting my business yeah I think leaving leaving my full-time gig you know because all I that's all I've ever known was you show up and you you know you do your job and all those things and then you go home and get up and you do it again the next day it was I think it was taking that first initial step. It was, it was scary as all get yeah. out. I mean, I think it's still scary. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I can totally relate. Those staff meetings <laughs> with myself are intense.
0: Yeah. A lot of inner dialogue. Yeah. Going on. So so I see the parallel with radio. It was a lot of dialogue constant with a lot of other people. And then now you're in the inner dialogue with, yes, <laughs> with your mind and yeah. body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. yeah. Talk about courage too. And um and I know too, I mean, personally, and maybe you've gone through, it's been quite the year for you. Um, so I has. can, um, if you feel safe and comfortable, do you mind expanding to on just like the timing of when you launched and like really took that leap of, of starting your own business, um, alongside experiencing like the most devastating grief you've ever experienced? Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, so I, I launched into my own practice, Um, in March of 2021, uh, just felt like the right move and the right thing to do. And, uh, I think that, you know, when I look back on it and, and you and I talked about this before, you know, when you make a decision to do something and you set your intention and you say, okay, this is it, I'm going to do this. Uh, the universe will definitely make sure that you are confident that you've made the right decision. Um, and I, and I, you know, I laughed to, to some degree cause humor is one of the things that I do, but, um, the entire last year from leaving in March and my place wasn't hundred percent ready. And so I was transitioning clients and, you know, keeping my schedule really small and which is not, you know, ideal when you want to grow, <laughs> yeah. um, and just trying to make those pivots and everything move. Um, until I could get into my own space. And then in the middle of all of that chaos and making those pieces move, um, my husband passed away very suddenly, um, in the early summer. In fact, it's been almost a year at the time of this recording. Um, so yeah, it definitely, um, you know, I had to, I mean, in a lot of ways, thank goodness I was running my own ship at that point because, I had to make so many shifts and so many changes and so many adjustments to um, one, take care of myself um, and take care of my kids and, you know, be there for all the things that come up. Um, So, yeah, you know, (laughs) it's definitely been uh, a wild ride of a year. Um, But honestly, like I... Again, I try to focus on all the things that I'm I'm grateful for because the grief is, it's every day and it's up and down and it's all over the place. Um, but having this community and having built this community to the point that I have has afforded me so many healing opportunities and being able to show up and be there for my clients has been just as healing for me as it's been for them, you know, to just be able to be present in that. And I can't necessarily tell you how I've done it. (laughs) It's just kind of been, um, I just stayed open and receptive to as much as I could, where I could, you know, and on the hard days when I couldn't show up, you know, everybody understood, Mm. you know, um, which is hard for me, you know, it's like you, you have this work ethic and you set yourself up and you show up and you do your stuff and, um, loss is, is humbling, you know, um, because you literally just don't know, you know, nothing, (laughs) you know, nothing except for exactly what's right in front of you. Um, so I feel like it's, it, it, continuing to try and grow this business and keep going and steering ahead has helped me heal in more ways than I can probably even properly describe right now in this moment. Yeah. So, and, you know, I feel like that's, that's what my husband would have wanted for me. You know what I mean? And I feel that every day. So, yeah. yeah. Thank was- you for Big supporter. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah,
0: thank you for sharing. <laughs> Trying not to get teary-eyed. <laughs> no, and I, yeah, I welcome the tears too. If they yeah. want to flow, I also understand. If you're like, no, that's not where I want to go. <laughs> right now. But no, seriously. I mean, Embiid, your courage, your willingness to be vulnerable too with with your community, with your clients in this journey that you've that you've been going through over the last year plus, um, makes you just so real and approachable and loving and um like draws people to you. I mean, because you're meeting human to human, you know, and when you just shared before that you want and hope and really create this safe place for people to show up exactly as they are, that's what you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. and you're role modeling that, whether you want to or not. yeah sure, <laughs> sure there are t- many days you're like, I just am ready to not feel this anymore. and thank you. Like, thank you for just being raw and real and bold in that. We, I feel like we need more of that in our world. And you and I have had like, you know, we've talked about grief in a different conversation, but just about how hard it is for people to, to know how to navigate it, whether you are the person going through it or the person wanting to support someone else through it. And, um, so again, I I appreciate you being, uh, champion in it even though you didn't choose choose this yeah um, it's it's yeah. it's a
1: heart it's you're you're touching on all the things right like it's it's uh oh, grief is just this i i sort of always i i joke a little bit um again humor is my fallback. Well back uh but you've seen the movie Beetlejuice, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yes. So okay. they have, they get the handbook for the recently deceased, right? <laughs> um, they don't make that for the recently bereaved. And yes, there's so many resources out there and so many books. And I've read probably a dozen of them. And everybody kind of has all these these beautiful approaches and these beautiful ways to sort of honor all the stuff that's going to come up, you know, um, which is great. But there's just no, there's no definitive way. Yeah to, to move through it. And I've found that, um, it really is, it's even the word grief alone is hard for people to hear. Um, and so it's one of my, my things is to just, I just want to normalize that conversation and especially when you're younger and I'm not, you know, a baby by any means, but (laughs) normally people lose their spouses and I say normally loosely, uh, at a much later time in, in life. And that was not the case, you know, here. And so to be, um, surrounded by people who are older than me and have more life experience and have done all of these things, you know, to just be okay with saying, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know how to, you know, show up for you? Like, what do you need? And of course, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't You're know like, any more than yeah. the person standing You're in like, front of me. you hold on, let know. me find that instruction yeah. booklet. <laughs> what page? This is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was chapter five. Yeah. But like I use the specific instance of, you know, I have, I have an older brother who's 10 years older than I am. And you know, he has always been my wisdom and, you know, the, oh yeah, no, I remember what that was like. You know, we'd always joke like, Mm -hmm. it's like, right. Well, you know, so I'm like in 10 years, I'm going to have this figured out. Great. Cool. Um, And it was always this, it's always been this dynamic between the two of Mm -hmm. us, you know what I mean? And he's always watched out for me. And this was one of those moments where was he a hundred percent there? Yes. But he honestly said, he goes, I just don't even know. I can't even imagine, Yeah, you know, because he's trying to be the brother that he is around something he has no experience with, you know. And he
0: genuinely wants to show up in that way. Exactly,
1: exactly. And wrap his arms around you and tell
0: you what it's, yeah.
1: Right. So like, you know, with with grief and trauma and loss and all of that, it's like everything's off the table. You know what I mean? It's, It's all gone. Yeah. So... Um, So, yeah, so I'm hoping my goal is and I'm slowly working on it is to to do a podcast to just try and help people uh, understand that it is all off the table, that it is, you know, you're going to show up with somebody who's, you know, experiencing this and not know what to say and probably step in it. And, you know, and it's all okay because at the end of the day, none of us know what we're doing, you know, I mean. And it's I have to have that reminder all the time, you know, because of course I want to have it all figured out, you know. I'm the type that was like, okay, so they say this process takes X amount of time. So I'm gonna do that in half the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like right.
1: you put all these expectations on it and it's it's a forever process, That's, you know? Yeah, I was about yeah. to
0: say, it's just it's a part of you forever. Just like trauma lives in our bodies and we have ways we can release it and you know, lessen it, but right. Our triggers show up forever. Grief is everyone's going to experience it in different ways. And, um, I love that you want to start a podcast and be, I am going to be one of your biggest cheerleaders (laughs) because I'm all about like, yes, let's talk about it. Like at least just acknowledge it. Right. Cause it is, it's so freaking uncomfortable for people. So then therefore, you know, understandably humans, When it's uncomfortable, what do they do? Just like we were talking about the physical body, they want to avoid or run away. Right. Um, Or it just becomes really awkward or hard for you or you – yeah. So I just appreciate you want to lean in. I'm going to use your words. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) and, and just have these hard conversations and have them come alive and help people to recognize there's no right or wrong. There is – right. There's not that definitive instructions booklet. But let's at least talk about it and navigate it um, so people know – and you know, like going through it, you are surrounded with support. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, I mentioned this to my mom, is a grief and loss therapist. And one of her um, phrases that I love just from her own experience of pretty intense grief that she shares with her clients. But is yeah, whether you're, you've are you lost someone yesterday or 25 years from now, you're going to have these stugs. And stug stands for like sudden, tumultuous, upsurges of grief that are just going to I love that they're going to bring you to your knees you know and you're going to sob and like maybe be angry and and you're going to you know the thought of like wait but i've already worked through this like i don't want to feel this anymore but but it's just real and it's a part of you it's going to live in that in that quadricep or exactly (laughs) or in your heart or in this memory or smell you know or this song or this yeah, yeah, yeah they
1: it's it's, it's constant, you know, and I think that's why I've sort of leaned towards um, just trying as best that I can. And, and, you know, you're catching me right now, sort of in a really solid, good spot, you know, tomorrow, if we tried to record this, I could be a, to- it's a totally different thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and who knows, you know, but I do, I just try to focus on all of the gifts and the gratitude that I have for, for everything that I did have, you know, with my husband and everything that we accomplished and everything that we did. Um, And that helps, you know, um, because when those hard days hit and the switch is flipped, whether you want it to be or not, um, those things are there, you know, to try and latch onto and grab onto and, and, and maintain. Yeah. So, because it I I mean, I can't even it it's literally all over the place. Like I've never been on such an intense roller coaster. Oh my gosh. In, yeah. Ever. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Where you probably feel nauseous like half the time. Exactly. And you want to stop flipping upside down. And yeah. 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 MB, thank you. Yeah. Really thank you for going there a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm curious question. to know you've mentioned gratitude a few times. When you're in one of those flipped upside down moments on the roller coaster. And you're, you're saying you, you know, have these things that you want to latch on to. Do you have like a, a gratitude specific practice or a mantra or a different, you know, activity that, that you turn to?
1: Um, I journal mm. a lot. Um, doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if it's a paragraph. Doesn't matter if it's a sentence uh, or pages, <laughs> among pages. Um, so... I'll tend to kind of go back and reread pages from previous weeks or months or whatever, and just kind of, um, reflect a little bit, um, to, to help sort of navigate through those hard times. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty, that's really where I kind of just, you know, we'll just turtle right up and just go back to my journal and maybe scribble down some more. But I try to go back and, you know, reread those things and, um, kind of dive into all of that stuff. It's kind of my own inner process, you know, like, all right, like what is going through the inner workings of my mind, you know? Um, because journaling helps me to externalize, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I can talk about stuff all the time, always happy to do that. Um, but, you know, when someone's not available, or you know that kind of thing, like that's a place for me to be able to just, you know, expound on it uh, and kind of get it out of my system, as it were.
0: Yeah, release it out of your tissues. Right? Yes. So, yes. <laughs> do you um, do you love like? Did you journal? Have you journaled a long like for a while? Was it a practice before? Yeah, losing your husband. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's been one of those go-tos for you for a while. Yep. That's amazing. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Do you have, um, like, a favorite pen you use or <laughs> Whichever color. one I can find. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I try to keep it with my journal so I always know where it is, but that's not always the case. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm definitely, I'm obsessed. Like, you know, everyone has their thing that you go into a store and, you know, some is shoes or handbags, you know. For me, it's journals. Like, if there's a journal section, there's a good shot. I'm going to walk out with a new one. Yeah, And I may not even need one. Yeah. But, you know. Oh I have gosh. to take it home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can imagine like the feel of the cover or like the colors yep. or just like the, yeah. the smell of the paper, you know, all those things. I used to love yeah, I can relate to that. That's cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So coming back to your business, which mm-hmm. so you you experienced a birth and a loss like all in a year. Like, all in a year. Holy cow. Yeah. So with the birth of your business, as it continues to expand and grow. Um, what is one of your favorite modalities and specialties you focus on? Cause I know you, you were sharing a little bit. Um, right, that you right. Have so,
1: yeah, so I have kind of like a three, uh, pronged, um, approach, I guess. So I have the therapeutic bodywork, Um, and then I also do a lot with Thai massage and stretch therapy, um, which is basically, you know, Thai massage is, as I lovingly refer to it, lazy man's yoga because <laughs> I do all the work and the client reaps all the benefits. So it's taking you through those yoga-like movements and passive stretches and all of that to again, it helps you connect with your body and figure out where you know your tighter spots are. Um, that's another thing I often see is clients will be like, I had no idea that was so tight. Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. type of thing. Um So, so I do a lot with that. So that's a lot of, um, you know, I mean, again, I'm doing all the work and helping them move through the stretches and stuff. And then um, I moved on. So I, you know, we talked about the fact that I'm a mobility specialist, which led me to kin stretch, which is this, I don't want to say it's new. It's been around for, I think, the better part of 10 years, maybe closer to 15 now, but it is not hugely uh, well-known here on the East coast is still sort of making its way. Um, but it is definitely big on the West coast and with professional sports teams and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but it's a, it's a movement practice that was designed by a chiropractor. Like this is part of his whole life's work. There's the, um, functional range conditioning, which is where I'm, you know, have the mobility specialist certification from, Uh, And then kin stretch was sort of designed to be able to work with every body uh, in some facet to help you maximize your range of motion and performance of your body. So be it via, you know, like building strength and mobility back into your joints. So, so often we think that, you know, flexibility comes just from stretching Mm -hmm. and really um, it comes from creating more space in your joints like it all stems from our joints all of our movement is from you know our joints um so this work literally gets into the nitty-gritty and inside those joints to help you build and maintain that stability and mobility to be able to do those things um that you want to do be it you know your favorite yoga pose or um You know, being able to lift massive amounts of weight—if bodybuilding is your thing—like it covers the gamut. It's really the foundational stuff um, to help you do all the activities and help you maintain
0: body longevity, which is huge. (laughs) Yep, sign me up. Um, Right, right there. (laughs) Um, I know it's difficult because we're talking and then people are listening. But is there an example, like, of like a a specific movement or? uh, can stretch like, like that you can share or. Right. So boy, that's a good
1: challenge for me. I know. Um, And and, and (laughs) if if you're like, you know what, my brain's not doing this right now. I'll just say,
0: okay, at the end of this podcast, you all find. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean it, it's, I, I'm trying to think about, um, so much of it is if you, if you think about, You know, those out there listening that are, you know, into uh, yin yoga, for example. So I think about that where it's you're holding these poses for, what, two to four minutes, depending upon what they are. So if you consider taking a particular yoga pose, let's say pigeon, for example, that's one that everybody knows. So you get, you know, you get into that pigeon position and you hang out there for like two minutes Uh, because again, um, the goal is when you get into a stretch and you start to feel that sensation, that is your central nervous system kicking on saying, whoa, 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 Mm. nope, this could be bad. Do not go any farther (laughs) than this. Right. And so the goal with kin stretch, getting into that position and hanging out there for two minutes, it allows the central nervous system to settle in. Right. And so often this is what we find during yin yoga, right. Mm-hmm. is like, by the time you're done, mm-hmm. you know, every it's relaxed, right. It's had time to soften and your body's had time to settle into what that position is. And so that sort of baseline concept is still there with kin stretch. So we'll hang out in a position, you know, for, for two minutes or so. And then from there we start to do the work and the effort. And oftentimes you could look into a room of a group of people doing kin stretch and you're like, they're not moving, but yet they're tensing up their bodies and they're irradiating. And we're literally like tightening up muscles and trying to make a movement happen. Even if it's as simple as trying to think in a pigeon pose, Um, you know, if we're holding and we're, you know, our chest is up, we're slowly coming forward to find that stretch and Mm, holding right there. And it looks like we're not doing anything, but we're making our lower body work to help move our upper body, okay. right? So you're working out everything underneath. And it literally looks like you're doing nothing. And yet you're breathing and holding so hard. So to, it's a big
0: contract. You're yes. Like contracting ex- muscles. Ex- and then exactly. Okay. Yes. Okay. To, help,
1: to help ask that tissue to build more space for you to be able to uh, hold that position okay. better.
0: Okay. Thank Does that you. make sense? Yeah, that was a great good job. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't, I'm like, wow, okay. I now understand because I was, you know, I've known you, I've followed you, but I'm like, really, what is the difference between, I was thinking yin yoga and mm-hmm. kin stretch, um, knowing, okay, there's some strengthening and spaciousness happening there. But so that was beautiful. Great job. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just makes me that much more excited to know that you are offering this in this area. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping listeners in the Seacoast area and beyond can like help, can come take a class or enjoy um, learning from you. Yeah, I know Or I'm excited to get to one of your yeah, workshops or classes. Yeah, I would love so. that.
1: I would love that. Yeah, yeah. And just to be able to, and I mean, for those that aren't around here, just find one and try it. Yeah, You know, um, it's a game changer. Yeah. It really is. It, it has made a world of difference in my own body. Like, again, that's one of the things like, I try to use is that these are all things that have helped me to heal my body. So, you know, if I can help educate and teach them moving forward, you know, um, but yeah, I've, you know, been able to like, I've, again, that low back pain was related to hip issues that I was having. And so I've been able to put more strength and stability into my hip joints, Um, so that I have better range of motion so that I have the ability, you know, when I'm sitting or I'm doing any of the work that I'm doing, um, things aren't as tight and, um, tensed up, you know what I mean? Cause I've put more space in there to be able
0: to do those things. So would would you say for you, I was going to ask you like, okay, what's one of your favorite kin stretches or, um, Oh medallies um, to do for you <laughs> yeah
1: yeah no I would say all the hip stuff which is yeah. obviously it's our biggest joint um but yeah that's where I feel like you get the most burn
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's when that's when I I often like to say to myself when I'm in a, a deep hip opener or hits a hip stretch and then I often share with my students it's like okay this is where It's almost like the attic or the basement where we've, where we stored a lot of, excuse me, I'm a swear shit like (laughs) for a long time. And um, also being the biggest joint, like we feel so much here. So we have the opportunity to learn how to sit with discomfort and be and breathe. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I agree. Like I often want to like get the hell out of (laughs) there. Right. (laughs) So yeah. yeah.
1: One of the first workshops that I taught, um, I had, a a yoga teacher who was a follower of the work and so she was super excited to come and take it and um we did a lot of hip stuff in the workshop and at the end and she said something very similar she's like you really do just have to sit in it like you kind of just have to deal with yourself while you're sitting there I'm like yep you kind of do
0: coming back to your whole thing of like leaning in let's lean in right here and just be you know we can we can do this we can breathe through it and move through it yeah. Um, but and yeah. to help train. Yeah, the, it's hard. <laughs> you're trying to reach. You're
1: literally like you spend a lot of the class again when you get into those positions and you're just hanging out there. You're literally retraining your nervous system, mm. you know, to accept a different level of space, you know, to be able to do stuff. And oh, I, I think so that vital. just even being able to explain that concept, you know, um, you know, I always cry when they're like, yeah, I did my I did my stretches for like 15 seconds. I'm like, <laughs> So, yeah, your body just hasn't had time to, they Adapt. haven't had time to connect yeah. yet at that point, you right? Know? Right. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, that's a great point because I'm imagining our listeners out there like, okay, so if I, you know, hop in there for 15 seconds, but you've mentioned a few times like it's similar to Yin. Like, so is there, a, when do we cross over? Is it different for everybody's body, but like start to um, help the nervous system to shift back to the parasympathetic? How long? Um, It's
1: the the two minute mark. Two minute mark. Really the two minute mark. Okay. Yep.
0: All right. Two minutes, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And then do you cue, like, do you really help people to connect with their breath? Um, Yes,
1: to some degree. Like there's a lot of breathing movement to set up for some of the stuff. So uh, I do a lot of um, cueing for that kind of thing. Um and I always, you know, I always say to students I'm like it's okay to be upset about this like it's effort it's work yeah. you know Yeah um yeah. so you know, but everybody's very serious. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's like- gonna be fun, and they all just look at me. I'm like, I know my definition <laughs> <affectionate laughs> of fun is different than yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe it's fun for you watching us, right, but- right? Right. But I
1: feel the same way when I go to the gym and I walk in, and they're like, "This is gonna be fun," and I'm like, "I don't even know what that is," and I'm afraid of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I get yeah. it. I get it.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, I I do the similar thing. I'll get people in plank. I'm like, "This is so fun. Feel your strength." And people are like cursing me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no um and i love that you can invite it to because perhaps it can become maybe not fun but it doesn't have to be so heavy or intense or serious like yeah 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 just the move coming back to movement right mm-hmm. we're moving energy too
1: yep So small movements began. so needed
0: yeah so mb who in your you've mentioned a lot about our community um but i'm curious to know for you just in your life, like whether it's when you're younger or through the last year or so, like who, who is your nurturer? Who's inspiring you? Oh my gosh. I don't know if we have enough time for the list. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say the first person that, okay. Cause I know there are probably so many. Yeah. Like who's, who's the first person that comes to mind for you? Um,
1: yeah, to see, that's a tough one. Honestly, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to defer to my mom. Um, you know, she's been forever my cheerleader, you know, from since I was a little kid, whatever I was interested in, she nurtured and would ask why and provide opportunities for. And she's one of my clients now, you know, like she comes and does the work, you know what I mean? So, um, and she's just, again, you know, to go back to the grief part of it, I mean, how do you console a daughter who's going through something you've never been through, you know, um, but that hasn't stopped her from mm. being right there for whatever I've needed or not needed or, you know, just listen to me cry if that was necessary. So, I mean, she really is just she's my anchor, you know, mm. and has supported me through everything you know when I was you know when I was doing radio they were doing that when I was it, it just all the things I've done you know growing up she's just been right there the whole time
0: yeah. so yeah
1: yeah so and she's you know she's the one who really taught me uh about the importance of community you know I was raised by I mean I was raised by her but she had such a wonderful community of people that I could Turn to if I needed them, you know, um, friends she still has to this day, friends that now know my kids, mm. you know, and are part of their community. Um, that that, village. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so it's, that's what I, you know, I grew up around and it's something that I just naturally facilitate going forward. You know, to me, it makes, it makes all the difference, whether it's business wise or, you know, um, family life, you know,
0: what a gift. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was really lost, you know, has been lost in our country, Mm -hmm. you know, in our culture for Mm -hmm. a while. Um, so I love hearing that your mom like really provided that nurturance from herself, but then the community around you growing up and then that, that, um, has helped you, um, especially now, like Mm -hmm. being a mom, and having that support and leaning on it and mm-hmm. asking for it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yep. Yeah, it definitely takes a village, right? Like, uh, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I go back to my son's uh, eighth grade semi-formal dance, and he wanted to wear a tie. And I was like, oh, oh. no, I don't know how to tie a tie. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Who do I know in yeah. my community that knows how to tie a tie? <laughs> yeah. Turns out, not many. I had to use YouTube. Oh. but. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Next time, call me up. I actually know how to tie a tie. Do (laughs) you? Well, okay. So the story goes because my dad and my brothers – so we all went to this, you know, we went to a school that my dad went to when he was younger. It was kind of the family. But my brothers had to wear ties. And so I, like, learned how to tie a tie to help them, like, yeah. too. <laughs> so, yeah. But it had been a long time. And then my son was dressing up for, like, a, you know, a sports banquet and wanted to wear a tie. And I was like, uh, okay, wait, I think I can do this. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. It is. It's tricky. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so I'm so glad that you – yeah, even those things, right? You know, along with – just, like, just the, the connectivity and humor. And I think about, like, potlucks, you know, and food. and um, Oh, yeah. And, like, so we don't have to be mom Uber all the time. Like, rides, like, all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Wow, that was a great question. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. And I hope your mom, yeah, I'm imagining she's listened to this and she gets to hear that, too. Yeah. So that's a beautiful totally. gift to her. Yep. And uh, what an incredible human she raised. You are (laughs) such a bright light in this community and be seriously. Wow. Thank
1: you. I appreciate that. I appreciate having the, the opportunity to be here and the opportunity to spend time with you. Um, Like I said, this has been, (laughs) been watching all of your stuff and, and admiring you from, you know, the social channels for like, I I don't know, three
0: years now. And I feel the same way. I was like, that's it. We are meeting. We're connecting. Um, Yes, I know. And I'm just so thankful as you've said many times for this incredible community too. Um, So we live in a, in a beautiful place um, and space and just, I feel like so supported. And it's, I love the idea of like lifting one another up just to help elevate and together, like together we're stronger, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's as, you know, fellow moms and like raising kids or, um, wellnesspreneurs, um, right. and wanting to grow and expand our businesses and live our passions and purpose. So mm-hmm. it's such a gift. Yeah. Um, where can people find you and be? And also, um, who, who like, who do you, I don't know. I hate to use the word target, right? right. But like who Who would want to come see you? Uh, Great questions. So uh,
1: I'm, I'm, I have a studio right here in downtown Dover um, in the Washington Mill building. Uh, I have a website, www.mbgallagher.com, and it lists, you know, my services, um any workshops that I'm doing or any classes that I'm teaching because I kind of teach out and about at different various places and that changes from time to time so I'm not gonna you guys can look it up I don't want to say something (laughs) and then it suddenly changes so um so yeah so I'm kind of in and around you know the the seacoast area teaching and and that kind of stuff and I do do workshops um at various yoga studios and gyms and stuff like that so um and then in terms of clients, you know, this is such a tough one for me um, because I'm really here for anybody that is looking to, to facilitate that connection, you know, coming back to that connection, understanding that pain and being able to move out of it in some way. Or if it's somebody who has a goal in mind, you know, all right, I want to run this marathon, but you know, my ankles are, you know, killing me at mile 13 or whatever. Well, okay, we can look at that and we can work towards that. Um, so it kind of, it just depends upon, you know, where you're at and what you want to do. Um, but, you know, it, it is teamwork, right? So um, it takes as much as me being able to facilitate and use the tools that I do as it is to take those tools with you when you go and utilize them so that you can see the changes over time. Yeah. So, um, true empowerment there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So
0: awesome. So cool. And please keep me, us listeners, everyone posted on your grief podcast. Um, Honestly. absolutely no pressure. So yeah. like, <laughs> I know. And I genuinely mean that yeah. like, you do not need to be loaded with pressure. Right. And I feel so much from you that that's cut that, that, that that vision is coming from a place of, of just pure joy, passion, like necessity, um, Mm -hmm. purpose. So just know that, uh, I can't wait to tune in and support you and and get it out there as well.
1: Awesome. So, yeah, thank you for that.
0: Yeah. oh this was so fun I know this is my first time being interviewed oh, Annie really I mean, oh my gosh you are you're a natural I mean I'm just imagine because of all your radio experience but like I love that you get to be on this side of it yeah and, uh, thank no, you no I had a
1: really hard time not asking you all kinds of questions
0: <laughs> <laughs> which again is just a testament to your heart you're yeah. you're your attending to others and your curiosity which is so alive and beautiful so yeah thank you and thank you